0: Thanks for listening to the Soul H2O podcast from Joy Radio in Toronto. Be sure to subscribe, then rate and share so we can reach new listeners around the world. Happy holidays, everyone. It's Sherry Stahl, host of the Soul H2O radio and podcast show. You've tuned in for a golden episode. It's number 50, and this week is part three in the Brave Christmas and Christian Women series taken from the messages I normally share in person at events explaining how these women were all carriers of the promise and presence of God. We've talked about the brave middle-aged woman and brave Cheryl, the brave teen mom and brave single moms, and now we're talking about the brave senior citizen and the not-a-senior-for-a-while brave Cindy Desjardins Wilkins, a quadruple amputee who shines with the light of Christ like a griswold home at Christmas. Downloadable Soul H2O journal pages help you dive deep into the teaching segment and quench your spiritual thirst. They can be found on today's show notes at soulh2o.com slash 50 along with information about our guest. So let's dive in into today's Soul H2O devotion and get refreshed. Anna is the last of our three Christmas women, and her story is found in Luke 2, verses 36-38. to She's the only woman out of the three who didn't carry a physical baby in her body. But there is no doubt in my mind that she carried the promise and the presence of God to the people in her day. Anna knew what it was like to face hard times. She was only married for seven years but never had any children and then widowed at a very young age. At this point in the Christmas story, she was 84 years old. During Jesus' time, women who weren't married didn't hold much value in their society. So this fact lets you in on how unimportant Anna could have seemed to many in her day. But Anna was a prophetess. She never left the temple, it says, and staying there day and night to worship God with fasting and prayer, waiting for the Messiah to come. It was out of this lifestyle that she heard from God and shared his messages with his people. In the verses before her story, we hear of how Simeon came to the temple that day. And when he saw the baby Mary and Joseph had brought in to be dedicated, he declared that Jesus, this baby, was the promised Messiah. It was at this very moment that Anna walked in and overheard. Luke 2 verse 38 explains how she began praising God and talked about the child to everyone who had been waiting expectantly for God. There's so much that sticks out in my mind about Anna, but the words waiting expectantly from Anna's life story just jump out at me and Christmas really is a time when people are found waiting expectantly. For centuries, children on Christmas Eve have hung stockings by the fireplace and struggled to fall asleep with nervous anticipation of what Santa will bring in the morning. And my kids were no different than the masses. In order to help them fall asleep on Christmas Eve, I started a tradition where they were allowed to open one gift at bedtime. That gift was always a pair of new pajamas and a book. Not the most exciting gift, but it created the atmosphere I hoped for. Brandon and Shelby would change into their PJs and snuggle into bed to read their new books before lights out. The PJs made for nice pictures on Christmas morning and the books helped them fall asleep. Waiting expectantly on Christmas Eve is pretty simple for kids since they know the next morning is Christmas Day and they can already see wrapped presents under the tree. The way Anna and others waited expectantly for the promise of God to be fulfilled wasn't so easy. Anna had been waiting for about 60 years. She was doing all the right and good things while waiting, but she'd been waiting for oh so long, yet she never gave up hope, waiting for the promised Emmanuel, the Messiah, Jesus to come. Maybe you've been waiting for a long time for your promise. You might even feel like too much time has passed and you need to move on or give up. I pray Anna's story restores your hope and gives you faith to believe. The Jewish people had to wait thousands of years for Christ to come the first time, and we've all been waiting for over 2,000 years for His promised return. I know so many have questioned if He's ever coming back like He said, but I hope you're like Anna, willing to wait expectantly for God as you carry the promise of His presence to the world. Revive Our Hearts with Nancy DeMoss Walgamuth is committed to calling women to freedom, fullness, and fruitfulness in Christ. As the author of over 20 books and leader of the True Woman Movement, Nancy has dedicated her life to introducing and guiding women through biblical womanhood. Revive Our Hearts with Nancy DeMoss-Waldemuth, weekdays at 11.30 a.m., right here on Joy, hometown Christian radio for the GTA. Thanks for listening to the Soul H2O podcast from Joy Radio in Toronto. Be sure to subscribe, then rate and share, so we can reach new listeners around the world. Cindy Wilkins is dedicated to shining the light of Christ as a courageous wife, mom, quadruple amputee. International author and speaker, she has traveled the world inspiring and equipping others to shine his light as well. She's the winner of the 2017 Women's Journey of Faith Award for her story, Shine On, and is published in multiple languages. This girl glows. Cindy, I am so glad to have you on Soul H2O. I'm so excited to be here, Sherry. Yeah, Cindy, I was so privileged to get to meet you and talk to you a couple of years ago at a Right Canada conference where you shared your story that so inspired everyone listening, myself included. And I'm honored that we're going to get to share your story today. I know you are a woman of deep faith. Of great relationship with Christ. And so I'm wondering if you could share, you know, a favorite Bible verse that you have that, you know, maybe is inspiring you lately.
1: My favorite Bible verse is always, always Matthew 5 16. Therefore, let your light shine before others so they may see your good works and glorify your Father in heaven. And, you know, it just sticks so strong to my heart because. I feel that ever since I was a little girl, I felt called to do exactly that, to just shine the light. And it wasn't until I walked through trauma that I realized whose light that was.
0: Mm. And not to shine the light on us, but to shine that light on him as he does, you know, work in and through you. And so you absolutely are someone who has done that. You have allowed those traumatic experiences that you've gone through to instead of like bringing this doom and gloom over your life, it's the opposite. You have let God heal you in such a way that that light is in you and it is shining out for so many to see. And I know that that kind of life doesn't just happen. I know because I know you just a little bit, I know there's this deep relationship with the Lord that has grown out of that experience and the trauma that you faced. And so, In your time alone with God, when you just, it's just you and him, I'm wondering if there's some, you know, tools or tips, things that you could share with our audience that would help them to have this same kind of experience with God so that whatever they face, they can come out shining like you do. Well, I think, Sherry, that when we're sitting in God's word, there has to be a surrender
1: before we even walk up to that Bible and pick it up. Surrender Mm -hmm. is a call to surrender to his will for us, whether it is Something that we're asked to walk through that we don't want to walk through or him probing our heart as we're reading our, his word and just treasuring it and, and clinging to it. Surrender is what calls us to become servants of the Lord, willing slaves of God. You know, willing to be Jesus's, do, do Jesus's work no matter where we go and no matter what
0: we do and to shine Christ's light in that way. Hmm. That is so good to come before you even get to God's word and to spending time with him is that coming in that surrender. Wow. Very great advice that really will set the tone that you'll actually hear from God. If your heart is, is open right from the get go. Because I think sometimes we come <laughs> to our time with God and we've got our, our litany list of, you know, problems and grievances that we might have with him. But to yes. come with that heart attitude, that's
1: a game changer. We need that hard we need that hard attitude because God's word tells us that his word is a light to our path and a lamp to our feet. And we're talking about shining today. So when we think about mm-hmm. a flashlight in the dark, the flashlight's lighting up a very small path. It's not lighting up the world. It's not lighting up everything that we need to see within the forest or on the ground. It's lighting up small bit by bits as we walk along. And that takes great surrender to trust in God and to say, yes, I know you're leading me in this path and I'm
0: going to follow even though I can't see everything else around around. around. That is so good. Um, in this series, in the month of December, I've been talking about brave Christian women. And so in the teaching segments, the Soli devotions, I, I've talked about the, Christ, the Christmas women. So we've talked about Elizabeth and Mary, and today talked about Anna and how she shone the light on Jesus and that who he was, that he was the Messiah, the one that everybody was looking for, and how your life is just like that. Uh, you're just like Anna, that you know, you, she didn't have an easy life. You have not had an easy life, but yet you allow, you know, the God working in you, living inside of you to shine to others. And so, you know, when people are listening, um, they can't hear in your voice that you're a quadruple amputee. When I, when I saw you speak, it was evident immediately of what you've gone through. Um, so maybe if you can take us back, to your experience of when you had just had your son, your second child, and things kind of went south. Absolutely.
1: I love to share this part of this story. I mean, it's the most painful part, but it's also Mm -hmm. that place where we're sitting in pain and that place where we can find God's purpose for us. And I had spent my life kind of knowing about God, but not truly Laying myself before Jesus and saying, "You're you're my, you're my king." Like I I totally believe in you, and you're the one who's going to lay your will before me. And so Mark and I, my my husband and I, had gone through many trials before, um, before we hit that big one. And in the first ten years of our marriage, we we faced. Without knowing God and without being equipped by him, we face the loss of his mom, we face the loss of our fertility and I, being inequipped to know how to handle not being able to have children, I went into a very deep and dark place. We adopted our daughter at birth afterwards, and I thought only God could, in my in my minimal understanding of who God was and not reading his word, I thought only God could take all that pain and suffering and flip it like a coin and turn me into a woman who says, what did I do to deserve such an incredible gift of this beautiful daughter? As we moved on, um, we would go through more trials trying to conceive a son, and we did so. And in February of 2011, Um, I had a little five-year-old girl and I just adored her and a beautiful little baby boy that I had delivered Um, and we were just settling down to be um, a four-person family.
0: So it seemed like everything was turning around and it was exciting, a new baby when you thought you weren't going to be able to have a child. And life really took you for, you know, a surprise and people are going to have to come back and hear that story of, you know, all that you went through, but how God has turned your life around.
1: I'm Cindy Wilkins and my music pick for Soul H2O Radio is... God so loved by we, the kingdom. I'm just looking forward to being able to connect with people, to speak with them about issues that are current, and to get their perspective on things, and to kind of bounce ideas around, and then also to hear from those who are listening, because we learn by listening. And I think that's a big part of what I hope this show is about, learning from each other and listening as much as talking. Okay, here we go. Good music, good conversation, good company. Faith strong today's good company. With me, Holly Taylor, weekdays at 5 p.m. right here on Joy.
0: Thanks for listening to the Soul H2O podcast from Joy Radio in Toronto. Be sure to subscribe, then rate and share so we can reach new listeners around the world. Well, we are back here with Cindy Desjardins Wilkins, and we are, you know, starting to get into a bit of her testimony and where, you know, she had gone through infertility, adopted a daughter, and all of a sudden is experiences, great experience of giving birth to her son when life takes a turn that no one would have expected. And so Cindy, what happened in the days following the birth of your son?
1: Well, Sherry, I started to show flu-like symptoms and inevitably I was taken to the hospital. Um, Unfortunately, when I arrived, I had contracted necrotizing fasciitis, otherwise known as flesh eating disease. And I would spend five weeks in a coma fighting for my life. At that time, God came in, you know, those words in our Bible, it says, but God, but God came in and introduced himself to my husband who responded. And you can read all about it in my book, Shine On, but it's just such an Mm -hmm. incredible story of God. And he just led my husband to himself. I woke up from my coma five weeks later to my very loving husband standing over me with the most incredible look of love in his eyes that just shined jesus and he said you've been very ill and they've had to amputate your hands and feet and i speak about going into a place called the space in between there you know how would i find Mm -hmm. a way to get over this how on earth could a person possibly learn to take care of their children again to live on their own again because i know that they were speaking that i would never be able to live on my own or drive or do anything Mm -hmm. so i called out to god Sherry. And I called so loud out to God. I couldn't move. I had wires everywhere. And I screamed in my head, God, how could you do this to me? And he just let himself be known. And I heard the most beautiful (laughs) words of the Psalm 139 that says, um, You knit me together in my mother's womb. I am fearfully and wonderfully made. And in that moment, I knew that I had been created by a God all my life. I had known. But in that moment, I knew that there was no possible way a woman with no hands and feet could be a mom to a baby and a mom to a little girl and a wife to a husband without Jesus. There was no way. Mm -hmm. So I needed him more than ever. And coming to the end of myself enabled me to turn to him reach out to him and get the healing I needed to take that next step forward on prosthetic legs. That step forward would lead me into a place where I could shine again. There were so many moments, Sherry, where I thought there was no possible way that I could shine as a woman with no hands and feet, how would I ever feel beautiful again? How would I feel whole? But that's what Jesus does. He takes our brokenness and he makes it whole. And I can say that without hands and feet, I've never been more whole or more blessed. And because I'm tethered to Jesus, I can walk in the light of the Lord. I can reside in the deep end of faith and I can shine his light so bright that We can all shine his light so bright that everybody will look at us and say, I want to know who this Jesus is. I need to have this.
0: Seriously, Cindy, I bet people are listening with their jaws dropped because this (laughs) is not what you (laughs) you expect to hear someone with the joy, the sincere joy in her heart after having gone through to experience a devastating news that it must have been for you and for your husband to to be faced with this, you know, something that no one would ever imagine. And back then it was like it was just this weird disease that was, was going around. And I know it's not totally wiped out now, but it seemed like there was a phase of it, though, for years where all of a sudden you would hear of people um, catching this in the hospitals and other places. And so... That you're on the other side so much now that you you don't seem bitter about having gone through the circumstance of being so sick and having your hands and your feet having to be amputated. Well, you know, we have a choice. We can turn to Jesus or we can
1: turn to resentment and just roll over in bed and not and not go on. He gives us mm-hmm. that free will. He gives us the ability. Mm-hmm. And as Mark and I came to know who Jesus was, and our children came to know who he was, and we learned to live our lives based on the, the path that God had laid out for us, that light that was shining the path that he had laid out just for us, created for us. Mm-hmm. We knew we knew at that point that we would definitely go back and do it again all over again the pain and i, I can't even begin to describe the pain and the suffering but you know we know oh. that romans eight twenty eight tells us that god works bad for good for those who love him who are called according to his purpose and that he uses that to draw us closer to the image of his son and you know we can cling to that we hate those words when we hear them i don't Mm want to go through suffering i don't want (laughs) to suffer right but when we do suffer and we lean into him so deep that we can hear the breath of god because we're so tightly leaned into him well that can cause a woman with no hands and feet to say I love to shine. I love to live in the Lord. I have the promises of eternity. I have the promise that one day, even though it's so hard to get up in the morning with no hands and feet and go through my day, I know that one day, one day, I'm gonna be shining in heaven with with God, with Jesus. And when we look and turn all our attention to the heavenly rewards that lay before us, the things of this world do fade away. The things Mm -hmm. of this world, the ability to shine for Him and to shine our light upon Him to say, you know, this is a life that I have, whether it's to the person in the supermarket or the person who is walking alongside you in your life, we have the ability to shine the light of Christ on them. And when we know the rewards that we have waiting for in heaven, us in heaven, and that by suffering, we draw closer to God, how do we not
0: shine? Hmm. Cindy, you are one of the bravest women I know. I think you are just like Anna that we talked about in the Soul show devotion today. And how um, your life is has not been easy, but you've allowed God to just shine through you. I, I really like watching your How Does She Do That? So what inspired you to start that?
1: How Does She Do That dot life is just little things about how I do things without hands. Because living without hands is absolutely challenging and it's designed to encourage <laughs> yeah. you in your everyday walk because if i can do it you can do it and i just pray mm-hmm. that every time we 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 release a how does she do that that you're inspired to shine the light of christ yourself and you're expi- inspired to go out there and shine
0: Yeah, I encourage you guys go on the show notes, check it out. There's the links to everything that Cindy does. But you've got to watch some of these videos that she creates on how she does that. You're one ingenious girl. I have loved sharing just a little bit of your story. People need to get your book. They can also talk to you and find out more about your missions and everything that God has you doing. I'm so thankful that you have shared your story with us and that you continue to shine everywhere you go. Thanks so much for being on the show, Cindy.
1: Thank you so much, Sherry.
0: Yeah, well, it's been my pleasure. I love talking to you. You're just a great girl. We're so glad you are here for episode 50 and hope you'll join us next year for season four of the soul H2O radio and podcast show from Mike, Matt, Travis, and the whole gang here at joy radio, along with Georgia, Jen, Don, Claudia, Brenda, and me from the soul H2O team. We want to wish you and yours a very Merry Christmas. I'm praying you stay blessed and refreshed as you carry the promise and presence of God to you your world this holiday season. We appreciate your support to help Soul H2O Ministries continue and want to thank all of you who partner with us in making this Joy Radio show a reality so people can come and get refreshed. Thanks for listening to the Soul H2O Podcast from Joy Radio in Toronto. Be sure to subscribe, then rate and share so we can reach new listeners around the world.